check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka. I am your host, and oh my goodness, the Landis girls are in the studio, and we are talking about dating. And Adrian is going to lead this uh, podcast because I am married, she's single, and she said, you know what, Mom, I need to ask you some questions. I said, well, you should lead this show. So welcome, Adrian Landis, to the studio yet again. And I love that you're interviewing me. <laughs> I love being able to interview and talk with you. Um, so what she's saying is true. I am team single over here. So I have realized in my time being single that dating in 2019 is so much different than dating years back. Now, don't go too far back. I, well, I'm not too far back, but <laughs> I was in a lengthy relationship, so it's been a minute since I've been in the dating world, and a lot of things have changed So the, now that I've realized this. Right. Uh, because I didn't know that whenever right. all this was coming about. So I guess my biggest thing is like, Mama, like, how do you go about, like, Meeting people, is it better to go out and meet? Is it better to do online dating? Like, what's the, what's the, well, best pick? Well, first I would say that safety is key. You know, I'm not going to give any advice that would not line up to your safety. That's man or woman, okay? So, know that whatever you do you need to be safe because these days and times you don't know who you're meeting even if you are in a public place whatever you need to be careful but let me say this millennials the biggest problem i see in millennials and their dating is first of all relationships have not changed from generation to generation what's changed is is how you communicate, okay? okay? Back in the day, in the older generation, like my mom's, my grandmother's generation, they didn't have cell phones, okay? So they ha- they were made to communicate face-to-face, okay? okay? They had a home phone, but that was it, okay? Then my mom's generation came, And then when she was dating my father, no cell phones. When my generation came, there were cell phones. So it gave us another way to call whoever we were dating. I'll never forget, I thought I was in love with a guy from Michigan. Oh, in love. His name was Craig. I'll never forget, and I just, oh, I'll never forget running up my mama's house phone. (laughs) And her spanking me to dear life. But I didn't care as long as I got to sit on there and kiki with him. Well, you're probably going to laugh at this, what I'm going to tell you. Because it's totally opposite than what I normally do. Um, And I meant to tell you this the other day. I 
have like come to the thing. I'm getting so tired of texting. Like my fingers hurt. I don't believe it. I'm I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being I do so not serious. That. I am being serious. Viewers, I, this is my show, so I can overrule <laughs> that. No, I L- lies. No, let me tell you. Lies. Let me tell you why I'm saying that. Because like I like calling. Well, you know, because I call you all the time. Calling like but face she doesn't time, call anybody. Else. FaceTime calls and stuff like that. Y'all I like to- having to think to call. So. But on the flip side of that, like I'm starting to get just mm, let me with say the lies. I'm serious. Adrian is a notorious texter. I am. I'll be the first one to And I'll that. tell you that I I challenge her a lot on that in every facet of her life. I said, Adrian, relationships are started either face to face or or you call. I said a lot of times text messages can come off the wrong way when you really don't mean whatever, how it comes off. You don't know how the person's day is going. You don't know how, you know, whatever. And so when you text people, it you don't know how they're going to perceive what you're saying. That's so, true. but I feel like when you call someone, there, there's it's a better way of not coming off the wrong way. Um, I think that dating in this world now is harder because of the texting. But I have another reason why I think it's harder. Okay. I think the younger generation just does not want to challenge their mind to come up with conversation. Our Our generation... I'll never forget my husband driving around for four and a half hours, talking to me on the cell phone, ran up his cell phone, $700, talking to me way back when, 20 years, over 20 years ago. Uh, but And we had never went out on a date. I don't know if I ever told you this. Mm-mm. Never went out on a date. We had just, he was, he was trying to court me, trying to, you know, get me to go out. <laughs> Whatever, but I'll never forget that night because we talked about everything, all different topics. It wasn't all about a girl and a guy dating. We talked about things that was in our business because at the time he was an appraiser for someone and I was a mortgage broker. And so we talked a little bit about business, not a lot. Then we talked about things that was going on in the world. But what I'm seeing with millennials is they don't care what's going on in the world. They are in their own world. And so you have to challenge your mind to get educated on what's going on in the world because that's what helps you to get have conversation. Okay? So how do you do that? Well, my husband, ever since we... I think he was doing this before we started dating. My husband is a reader... I remember a time that David read books. Do you remember that? All the time. Read books. He read them all the constantly. Time. We would go to Barnes and Noble and he would get a book and he would take out that whole weekend and read a book. Um, he reads the newspaper every day online. Okay? So he could tell you everything that's going on in our country, foreign countries, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I read a lot as well. I read online. I'll read a magazine. I, you know, that's what got me into writing books, all that kind of stuff. Because you've got to know what's going on in the world and what what people are looking for before you could ever write a book. But how can you help someone kind of feel? I, I don't know if maybe comfortable is the right word, but say you're the person that has that, you know, makes the conversation and all that stuff. And the other person is not the best at that or doesn't hold the conversation. What well, do you do? Part of that, you have to know that sometimes that can be a sign that that's not the person for you. If you need your mind challenged, I'll never forget my husband saying to me, you know, after that conversation, he said, you stimulate my mind. And I, I said, excuse me? He said, you stimulate my mind. He said, that is so attractive to me. Is because I could hold a conversation. No matter what topic he brought up, I could hold my own. And so he was very attracted to that. And there's a lot of guys out here, even in this generation, mm -hmm. that are looking for women that are educated on what's going on in the world. So... But when it comes to guys, you know, they're looking for that woman that can hold that conversation that is not talking about material things. The worst thing you can do is hold a conversation and everything you talk about is what you've got, what you're buying, what you want to buy, what you, you know, that type of thing. Men do not care anything about those things. Even if they're a shopper, they don't want to hear you talk about That's true. all these material things. They want to hear, you know, what is your goals? Men are goal-driven, okay? They are goal-driven in a way that you would never think they are. And so they want to hear the other person that has goals. That's true. But I think, sometimes, like I said, sometimes it can be difficult whenever you're you are on the phone and it's like you're kind of having to hold that conversation like they'll talk back but you have to come up with the topic stuff that stuff can be kind of it can be a little bit frustrating well you have to so, know, one thing you have to know is men they are not huge talkers anyway so you're gonna have times difficult. You're going to, what'd you say? I said, that's difficult. It really is. It is very difficult. For, but, as a woman. But you difficult. have to know, like your dad is not a talker like I am. Mm -hmm. I love to talk to people. I love people. Right. That's all, it, really, most people that are talkers, that's really what it's all about. That they just love people. You know, that type thing. You have to uh, know that. Okay. Uh, so... If, if a person is not, if the guy is not talkative or whatever, another thing is, is it could be the subject that you're talking about, the reason why they're not talking. So you have to figure out well, what. Mama, hold on a minute. Hold on. Because, Mama, I brought up, in the past, I brought up like 10 subjects. We, I mean, come on, we can't be quiet on every subject. No, you can't be quiet on every subject, but at the same time, you have to think of subjects that are going to, um, that they have something in common with. Ooh, it wears me out. It wears I mean, me you out. Know, I'm not even going to lie to you. It does. Okay. And then it's you were, uh, you were asking, how do you start dating? 
Well, first of all, hold on. Before you go into that, I, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you something kind of funny. Um, so would you set me up on a blind date? Me? Like, would would you be willing if if you were daddy or something? Would you ever say, Adrian, I want to set you up on a blind date? If it was somebody that I felt like, oh, they might, they might, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would. I know that probably sounds pretty weird. But you know what's funny? Because on the on a child's perspective of it, I would probably trust somebody that my mom set me up on a blind date with because she knows me very well. I mean, she's my mom. She knows. But there's a lot of kids that I could, I like 100% could tell you, would never go on a date with somebody that their parents brought. Like on a blind date. They would never. Yeah, I, I think you have to have the kind of relationship, a close relationship with your parents mm -hmm. before you could ever trust them to look out for you on who they, who you want to date instead of looking out for what they want you to date. I don't want Adrian. I want Adrian to find out who she wants to date. Mm -hmm. Because I could pick somebody... You know, I'm going to pick somebody like my characteristics of what I would want. So I would have to, you know, really think about it really hard. Okay, what would Adrian like or whatever? And that's where some parents miss the mark because mm -hmm. they don't want to pick people they want. And you can't do it that way. And plus, you don't want control over, I want my, I want my kid to learn what she wants. I what I want. I can honestly I say that. I want. I would be Papa nervous. Smurf. Yes, she loves her proper smirk. I would be nervous as all get out, no matter who set me up on a blind date. The y'all, for the ones of y'all that know me personally, uh -huh. y'all know. Like, my nerves, who would be through the roof. Like, I don't know if blind date is necessarily the best option for me. But there are a lot of people that have been, that have came together, lasted very long relationships from a blind date. So, hey, to each his own. I just don't know if my nerves could probably take it. But, you know. But it is, it, dating is just so, it's so much different. And one thing I've learned in my time being single, um, learning yourself is a big part of that. Yes. Which I've had to do a lot of this year. Um, and it's been a good thing. And I think it helps you when you know yourself better. It basically gives you that standard of how you want to be treated. The next person that you want to come into your life, you just learn, you know, what you want, what you don't. And I understand that learning yourself can be rather hard, but I think it really does become worth it in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and it just takes time. You know, nobody at a young age knew everything, what they wanted to do, when they wanted to do it, you know, who they were. They don't know. I mean, you know, shoot, there's 40, 50-year-old uh, men and women that don't know who they are. So it, I, I'll tell young people of today, don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah, work to figure out what is making you happy. Now, what makes your parents happy, don't try to pattern your life 
after your parents. Let them be a great example for you, but don't try to, you know, pattern your life after them because it may not make you happy. You know, that type thing. To women, I would say, you know, um, figure out what you're attracted to, what kind of guy you're attracted to. I know a lot of young ladies really don't know what they're attracted to. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, whichever guy uh, is nice to me or whichever guy asks me out, that's what I'm attracted to. No, you got to figure out what you really are attracted to. And it takes a minute to figure it out. Uh, what I, I will give you some pointers of, don't, man or woman, don't date somebody that is not on your level. That's true. And let me explain it to you. Your level means is, okay, if you work, go to school, work and like hold it down for yourself, that you don't want to date someone that is, you know, doesn't have a job, doesn't go to school. That's true. There's different levels in life. I remember at a young age, I used to think, when people say not on your level, I used to think, okay, that you, when you say that, that you think you're better than someone. You are better because you work to be better, mm -hmm. okay? So you don't want to, you don't want nothing to hinder you from your success. So you want to date someone that is going somewhere. Doesn't mean that they have to be there yet, but going somewhere. Me and my sure. husband started dating. My husband... You know, he didn't have a whole lot of money. I had more money than he did. But the one thing that he did have, I saw his intelligence. I knew that if I stuck with him, that he was he had a work ethic unreal and a drive unreal. All he needed was time to build, you know, what he wanted to be. I needed time to build what I wanted to be. So, you know, it's not about how much money you got in the bank. It's about what you have in your brain and what you apply yourself to. So, know that, okay, don't date nobody. Miss Yvonne said, don't date nobody that is beneath me. I need to date somebody that is on the seventh level of me of goal-driven life goals, that type thing. Um, but I think sometimes us as men, women, or whoever, I think we get caught sometimes because we are trying to make ourselves into what we think is the most desirable person or most desirable way um, instead of just kind of being ourselves. I'm guilty of doing it. I've done it before. And, and I think the Everybody. best... Everybody. But I think all young people go through that. They do. I, I, we do. Because it's like we're trying to figure out, and especially in a time like this, when dating is a little bit more difficult than what it was before. It's um, more work to it. And yeah. I think this generation is lazy on that. We totally would never date someone that you just doesn't have any goals or dreams you want the as the saying says dream work equals success so you have That's to dream true. you got to work hard and, and it will you know equal out or whatever in the long run to success a relationship you have to work at it and you got to know that 
You've got to go out and meet people. You know, I don't know where you can go to parks. Um, if you if you're a dog lover, take your dog to the park. You meet people at the park. Okay. Um, I would say, Adrian, that'd be a good thing. You and Harley go to dog park. I know. You know, that's the biggest. That's one of the things that I struggle with is getting out. I'm one of those people, I do work a lot, and then whenever I come home, I just kind of stay home, and I don't really push myself to go out, and my parents are always, they laugh at me because my parents honestly go out more than I do. We just really have a social life, and we enjoy it, you know, because you can't work always and never enjoy life, so we we get our stuff in and, and spend time together. You do, I and want- I'm having to learn how to do that more even in this period of being single, just still learning to go out, have fun for myself, yes. make new friends, go out with, you know, friends that I'm already friends with, whatever the situation may be, just to get myself out of the house. My mom made a joke to me a couple months ago, and she goes, Adrian, you're never going to find a husband sitting at the house. You're not. It's not like the husband's going to knock on the door and say, uh, or a boyfriend, yeah. not so much a husband, just a boyfriend. And it's not like they're going to knock on the door and say, you know, um, hey, I'm here, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. And Adrian was in a seven-year relationship, and I think she got very comfortable. I did. You know, he got very comfortable with just having the title and being able to say, oh, I'm with someone or whatever. But you've got to know it's more to a relationship than doing just that. Um, I do want to touch on one thing, Adrian, is mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, it's sad to say, that have got divorces or whatever. Let me say this to the ones that's out there. Get back in the dating game. There was a reason why you were married. There was a reason why you dated before you got married. Get back out in the dating game. You know, do the same things that I'm telling, you know, the single people. You're single now. Um, you may have a marriage under your belt, but don't give up. Don't give up on love. I I love love, and I love, you know, giving love, and I love feeling loved, you know, and everybody does. So don't be so hard on yourself. Say, oh, I've been hurt. I don't want to be hurt again or whatever. Because everybody's not the same. So everybody's not going to treat you like that last person was. So I will say that. And um, I have to remember that even for, like, boyfriend or, or, or girlfriend, whatever. You can't, you know, everyone's not going to be the same as who you were previously with, like Mom just said. So you can't, you know, hold your new person to what your old person, however that ended. Yeah, so you just have to know that, okay, I'm getting back out in the dating game and I'm wiping the slate clean. I'm I'm starting from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring that baggage with me. I'm not going to judge the new person on what the old person did. And you know what? Hey, look, I deserve to be happy and be loved. And so you that's how you need to go into it. And, you know, and then say a prayer and say, God, please just leave me. I'm a God-fearing woman. I love the Lord. And I believe that God brought my husband. He is my soulmate. He's my everything. Um, And that's, I I, I want that for everybody. You know, I I talk about the American dream. Uh, I want everybody to own a house. Well, I want everybody to um, Find find love 
and everlasting love. Not just cookie cutter. I'm talking about everlasting love. And you have to get out there and see it. You have to go to the, the parks, go, you know, go to church, go to, you know, the grocery store, go shopping. You know, you got to go where people are. You know, I'm not one of these people who's going to say, go to the bar, you know, go to the bar, you know, that type thing. But, you know, if that's, if you like the bar, go to the bar, you know, I, I don't know. Or go to a restaurant. Really but suits you. you right? Yeah, you just got to go where people are. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way you're going to meet people. The online thing, um... I, I was just about to ask you that. Um, online, I would say, you know... That can be a tough cookie to crack. Yeah, you, I mean, you can try it. I've heard of, I've heard horror stories and then I've heard good stories. So I don't know. I haven't been dating game a long time, but it kind of scares me a little bit. So it just depends on if you are scared, scared cat like I am. But before I would do online, I would try some of the things I've just told you about. Is like the park, go walk in in the park. You, when I was single, I used to walk a lot, and so hear me when I tell you, that's another way you can meet people. Um, not, I'm not talking about the dog park. I'm talking about a regular park, and that's two things you can get done. You get in shape. At the same time, you might meet somebody that could be your future husband or wife. Have you ever thought about that? You definitely can, because the online world... It, I mean, I agree with you. It can be a little bit scary because you just don't know, you know, that you hear so many catfish stories and all that stuff. You just don't know who's on the other end of the phone or other end of whatever. Um, so that can be kind of nerve-wracking. Well, let me say this before we end this show. I wanted to give some ideas of different things that you can think about. I didn't okay. want, I'm not trying to be judgmental. Or whatever uh, because I know dating is hard um, that type thing but you have to figure out what you want and who you want mm -hmm. um, let me say this be very careful about social media if people are DMing you in your DMs be careful with that you know because people do catfish people and you know really and truly you know, Don't get have taken advantage. Yeah, get taken advantage of. So I'll say to you, be careful and always trust God in everything you do. Say a prayer. Say, God, lead me and lead me in the right path, and He will lead you to your wife or husband. I hope so. Did I answer good questions? I think you did. Did I cover some good stuff? I think you did. You did pretty good. Okay. Now I guess I got to get to work. <laughs> yes, get to work. Dating 101 with Yvonka Landis. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.YavankaSalesRealEstate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.